Welcome to the Loyal Opposition Podcast, episode number four. I'm Bernie Flowers, one of Uncle Sam's wayward children. I believe that our country's best days are still in front of us, but we're going to have to make some changes if we want those best days to come. I intend to talk about important topics every week with the hopes of improving our country and our way of life. Please like, share, and subscribe. So now, let's get started. Last week, Anne Arundel County's Republican Central Committee presented the Alliance for Defending Freedom's Dr. Derek Green. He's a PhD from California. He gave a presentation on effectively engaging schools. There were probably about 60 or more defenders of the family who attended this event. They were so popular that there were protesters, about 20 of them outside across the street from the venue, as I remember. I said hi to them and waved as I walked in. Conservative activists from all over Maryland were there. Central Committee members from Anne Arundel County, Baltimore City, Baltimore County, the Frederick Douglass Society, the Precinct Project, Moms for Liberty, they were all there and others. Maryland's conservatives are building positive momentum. It couldn't come at a better time. Maryland's Senator Chris Van Hollen and uh, Hawaii Senator Brian Schatz have introduced a bill to get rid of the national debt ceiling. That would allow the government to spend as much of your money as it wants, as they say, to infinity and beyond. The Biden administration and congressional Democrats want to raise the debt ceiling. That means the Treasury Department would run out of funds and can no longer take on more debt as early as June of this year. Failure to reach an agreement on the debt ceiling could trigger a government shutdown, lowering America's credit rating, and also a whole wave of other negative impacts might come our way financially. Just in case you didn't know, the U.S. national debt stands at $31.7 trillion. That's $94,700 per citizen. That means that my two-year-old granddaughter owes $94,700. She has a mortgage that she doesn't know about, and so do you. That is not cool. I recommend that you contact your congressman and um, let them know if you're concerned about this problem. Project Dynamo, have you ever heard of it? Well, the bottom line is U.S. citizens are stranded abroad again. The Biden administration has left Americans behind in Afghanistan, Ukraine, and now Sudan. The State Department issued a security alert recently due to the uncertain security situation in Khartoum and the closure of the airport is not safe to undertake a U.S. government-coordinated evacuation of U.S. citizens. It's advised that the 16,000 Americans in Sudan remain sheltered in place. Hmm. People on the ground confirm that it's a war zone. People are shooting each other. At least two Americans have died in the Sudanese capital. Instead of calling them Americans, the Biden administration calls them dual citizens. American citizens are actually trapped in a war zone, and our government says it's too dangerous to go get them out. Uh, other countries are removing their people from the war zone. Uh, that's Italy, Germany, uh, the UK, Spain, Spain. Holland, others. Bottom line is private security groups are being deployed to rescue the Americans not evacuated by the State Department. 
But that's not the job of those private security firms. That should be done by the U.S. government, by the U.S. military that we pay for. What happened to no man left behind? Take care. Bye-bye. The U.S. government can do better. A variety of businesses have begun implementing cashless ATMs that give out stored value cards in exchange for cash. As reported by Axios, the new cashless ATMs have also been referred to as cash-to-card kiosks. Some businesses have attempted to transition fully to the cashless approach for health and hygiene reasons, with employers citing additional issues such as death risks and frequent trips to the bank to deposit cash. Currently, the most common cashless locations include parks and casinos and um, major league sports franchises. They've been uh, installing these cashless devices at places like Six Flags and Hershey Park. I wonder if this move has anything to do with our government's Executive Order 14067, which is their plan to one day replace cash. Interesting. Democrat presidential candidate Robert Kennedy talked about how financial houses BlackRock and Vanguard have profited enormously from the COVID-19 vaccine. BlackRock and Vanguard are two of the largest shareholders in Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. Kennedy pointed out that BlackRock and Vanguard hold a huge swath of the world's economy. They manage $15 trillion in global assets. Bloomberg called BlackRock the fourth branch of government. The two firms own huge companies like American Express, T-Mobile, Twitter, and Disney. They own huge swaths of the economy in big food and big pharma. Capitalism is supposed to be about competition, but it seems like our competition in capitalism has been interrupted. These large companies own other large companies, and the large companies that own those companies own other large companies. Competition is not alive and well as we think it is. Do you think that's a good idea for one company, two companies to own so much? Is that good for you? By the way, this Kennedy fellow said on Twitter that the Pentagon partnered with Vanguard in a billion dollar project to censor free speech in America. I think I like this Kennedy fellow. This past weekend, I had the privilege of attending the Washington County Republican Club's Unity Dinner. The keynote speaker was Representative Louis Gohmert from Texas. He gave a great speech and turned out to be a prince of a fellow. Thanks to my friend Matt Breeding and the Washington County Republican Club for inviting me and allowing me to do the invocation. Conservatives took a beating in Maryland's last election statewide and in my opinion, we majored in the minors. We were so busy pointing fingers at each other that we failed to keep our eyes on the target. We focused on things that don't unify voters. We failed to lead, and that is why we lost. My last boss in the military used to land combat aircraft on aircraft carriers for the Navy. He landed his jet thousands of times while the aircraft carrier was pitching and rolling in open sea. He had a set of tolerances that he had to meet in order to land his aircraft and get home safely. 
He used to always say to me, Ernie, perfect is the enemy of good enough. Matt Breeding, Representative Gohmert, and the people who are trying to rebuild Maryland's Republican Party are not looking for perfect. They're looking for good enough. That was quite a gathering, gentlemen, on Saturday night. Thanks for having me. Well, that's about it for now. You've been listening to the Loyal Opposition Podcast in association with Liberty Arise Media and other podcasters. I ask that you like, share, and subscribe to this channel and to this podcast. Be sure to get your copy of my new book, Black Values Matter. It's available on Amazon as an ebook on Audible and also on Apple Books. And remember, it's okay to disagree, but if we want our country to prosper, we must insist on unity, transparency, and civility from ourselves and our fellow citizens. Thanks for listening to the Loyal Opposition Podcast. See you next week.